Join Cricket Wireless this June in celebrating the unshakable spirit of HBCU music programs during Black Music Month. Because HBCU marching bands are showstoppers from the word go. They are a force of nature and a force for good. They raise the bar and expectations every single time they set foot onto a field. They are not the marching band next door. They are the epitome of poetry and motion. And just like Black music, they are unstoppable. Cricket Wireless. To know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. An older version of me, is she perverted like me? Will she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother. Cause the love that you gave that we made wasn't able to make it enough for you to be open wide. No. And every time you speak her name, does she know how you told me you hold me until you died? Till you died, but you're still alive and I'm here. To remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that you gave to me. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I don't know why, but that is just an anthem of sorts. I don't really know how that song is played or sung and... You don't get you a little piece of it. She said, does she know that you told me you hold me until you died, but you're still alive? (laughs) (laughs) Alanis was so tortured. Over Joey Gladstone. Cut it out. (laughs) I mean. I'm disgusted. She made, I think that wounded heartbroken music sometimes just be hitting though oh listen we were all angsty around that time and uh you know as niggardly as i've always been your girl has thoroughly enjoyed a nilla tune all her life i mean i'm I'm, alanis is just like a cultural icon she is for those of us she is millennials i think we all came of age during that grungy time of like darkness but not as dark as things have gotten like now. No, we thought it was dark. Little yeah. did we know. Little did we know that the actual demonic era was approaching. Okay. But DMX prophesied he said it's dark, but bitch, hell is hot. Swiftly <laughs> approaching. <laughs> but either way, praise the Lord, niggas. Praise Welcome. The Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown, where we discuss the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in. Hmm. Adulthood. Um, we gather around the kitchen table to wax poetic on the test trials, twist turns, <laughs> temptations, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2000 and 2021. We are six months into 2021, almost seven, because, I mean, just a few more days and June's going to be up out of here. Nigga, that's brazy. It's less than 10 days left in the month of June. 
I don't even know what to do. Well, I know because, you know, ASAP Noah's birthday. I do know. I do know. It's June 28th, child, the end of June. I totally remember. Crabby Cancer Baby. And she will be eight. Yes, she will. Next week. Time is just moving along, isn't it? Time after time. <laughs> How are you doing? What's going on? You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm doing all right. I'm you know doing a lot uh, as I think we all are, and we both mm-hmm. are. Um, you know, we've picked up in full throttle at this point. So I am really trying to figure out my balancing act in this uh, new quarter yes. of where I'm at in my life. Um, but I I am I, I don't have any complaints about it though. We just shifted into a new. A new phase of things, I feel. And, uh, you know, this retrograde's been kicking my ass, but that's all right. <laughs> um, I know it's doing a lot for the fixed signs. And I know right now I'm speaking complete Russian to Kia. No idea what you're saying, <laughs> but this is your space and time to do whatever you need to do. Honestly. I'm just processing, you know. I'm just here to support. I'm it's listening. just a, It's just such an interesting time, right? And it's just an interesting time, like, energy-wise. I don't know if anybody understands what I'm talking about. Or I'm sure. Like, there are like droves Kia. of people who are completely... <laughs> With you, I I feel like I am the minority. I fully accept that. Well, that's okay. I'm like that a lot of times. With me, it, it was me, you, and Sarah Jakes, bitch. I should have been sitting. <laughs> I should have been sitting in the rafters. No, you shouldn't. I mean, no, you should not have. So it's okay for us to enter each other's worlds. That's what brings beautiful balance into our friendship, our sisterhood, and into our you know our village or whatever. Right? It's fun. Yes, indeed. But that's where I'm at. You know, I, I know I sound a little kooky right now. That's all right. You ain't got to mm-hmm. understand. But I, I sound a little kooky. But that's how I'm feeling right now. But I don't have any hard complaints. I'm just I'm just rolling with the shifts. That's all. How are you? You know, I am hanging in. I have, it's, it's a very intense time. I feel like it's always a very intense time. I don't really know when, but I've been seeking the Lord for ease. I've, I've been asking him, asking mm-hmm. God, because I understand, I understand that, you know, life is not supposed to be without challenge. And I understand the utility of challenge and difficulty. I think that it builds mm-hmm. character and it teaches mm-hmm. us very important lessons. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like that there is like, you know, just as much as, as the Bible talks about tests and trials and tribulations, there is also discussion of rest mm. and, and, you know, like rest for your soul and rest for your mind. Um, and I've really sort of been in a place where I'm sort of really pursuing. I think a lot of growing up in the church, you hear these things said, they, they become, you know, just about cliche, right? Because we hear these things said week after week. And you just say them because it's customary to say them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the older I get, I find myself digging a little deeper into, well, what did they mean by that? Or what does that mean? You know, Mm -hmm. things that I've read over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so right now I'm really in a place where I am in, I'm, I'm, I've been, you know, asking God to heal, heal me from, from different kinds of hurt, give me new perspective um, and I'm realizing that my practice has been to really kind of bury myself in work and and validate myself with productivity. And so I'm trying to 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 turn um, those behaviors and and really, you know, be okay and validated and feeling fully worthy, 
when I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's hard to do because I have a lot of jobs. But, you know, that's something that I, that's a, it's a space that I feel like I'm troubling right now. And when I say troubling, I don't mean like I'm troubled, but I just mean, you know, I've been sort of digging around, investigating, examining, trying to get some understanding mm-hmm. around, um, you know, just some of my, my, my habits mm-hmm. and, I've been dealing with some hard things. And so I've just been asking God to help me um, to receive and recognize ease. You know, I just feel like there's got to be some ease and peace, uh, you know, in, in this thing somewhere. Yeah. And that's just what I'm kind of focused on finding because the pace of work is, it always picks up Mm -hmm. in the summertime. Um, you know, because I'm the kind of academic who works with faculty and faculty are off in the summertime. So they use the summertime to do a lot of their professional development. And and since my office, um, creates and evaluates these professional development experiences, the summertime is a very, very busy time for me. And so I'm really feeling the pressure right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm trying to take care of myself in the process of that being honest with the fact that I'm feeling the strain mm-hmm. but trying to be hopeful that I'm gonna figure out how to manage this That's and it. come out on the other side with my edges amen um man because honey that's all we I'm can sitting here do. with my with my neck I got a heating pad on my neck right now because you know I've been looking at the computer for about 12 hours <laughs> And I think that my neck, oh, is that? Oh, I got a little nervous because a bug just flew onto onto the door, and I thought it was inside, but it's outside. Amen. Is it a? Because I was getting ready. No, them them things uh. is gone. But this is a very large bug, and I'm watching it crawl up the thing. I just was nervous because I thought it was inside, but it's outside. He <laughs> think he inside too, but you can't get me. <laughs> God bless you. Okay. Um, so yes, let, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's going no, I'm on feeling, over here. I, I feel you on all of that. I think, um, like I said, I, I feel like that's a phase right now for, for many and figuring out, I'm learning how to trust the process. You know what I'm saying? When I pray and I meditate and I ask spirit to help me figure out what's what and what's coming and you know, what kind of shit I need to work on or what I know I need to work on some specifics around those. Part of that is trusting. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, when you are asking for these things, please understand that when you're asking for them, that you've got to A, be patient, and you've got to trust Ooh. the process as Timing it happens. is such a big piece, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Timing is such a big piece. And um, I think I'm in a place where I'm also sort of recognizing that not only timing, but there is a level of readiness that has to happen, mm-hmm. has to be in place. A lot of the things that, you know, like you said, we praying for. And it's just like, well, um, yeah, I think I'm, I think I want this now or I, I feel ready for this now. But, you know, sometimes life will have to teach you yeah. the value of waiting and being patient. Mm-hmm. And you'll My, realize later on because hindsight's twenty twenty, and you realize later on, oh, there was there was a reason for this timing, yeah. right? Like I, sure. I was pressed, and here I was not, and that that goes against us trusting whether you know with your faith and whatever that may be, whether it be in your ancestors, your guides, and God, and your orders, and Jesus, and whoever. 
if you're not trusting the process, you're not trusting the process, you're not trusting spirit, you're not trusting what you're asking for. And so, you know, me personally, and it's not me trying to preach, me personally, I've been asking for uh, just more presence in the process and getting myself prepared for the things that I'm asking for. Cause it's like, okay, so when that stuff comes, are you ready for it? Or are, you know, have you, have you gotten yourself together? Have you gotten your rituals and your routines and things together that are going to keep your peace of mind? Or is that, are those things that you need to be working on right now? Okay. So bitch quit asking and get yourself in that process <laughs> and do your work. <laughs> so that's where we at. That's where we at. Yeah, man. But we have a little trash to get into before we get into some beautiful self-care. So shall we dive on over there? Let's do it. Ooh, it's time for the basura. All right. So we're starting off heavy with with basura in this one. Not heavy, but it's just basura. So Lala filed for divorce from, from, from Carmelo, right? Yes, that is what I've been told. Um, you know, many were confused. They were like, I thought this already happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was one of those people. But we were wrong. It's fine. It <laughs> happens, right? Plus, niggas are right. confusing. So you never know what's going on. Um, but she's officially filed the divorce. And then right after that, I guess it's twin season. Nick Cannon, all of these niggas. Because oh, Carmelo may be the pappy of a set of twins. Which huh? would mean okay. he would have been accused of having three babies. Excuse me, not accused. He allegedly had three babies on Lala while they were married. Trife life. Right. So, the, so it was, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was... Uh, it was an, another woman coming forward claiming mm-hmm, that Carmelo mm-hmm. had fathered her child, mm-hmm. um, and and that that is what sort of sparked this news about Lala filing divorce. So you saying that since then, yes, ma'am. In just what two three days time, there's another woman who is claiming. See, si, Senora. My word. Yes. So the first baby, you know, they said that the the first baby, the lady said the first baby's his. Club. Shooting Shooting up the club, baby. Do you hear me? I I mean, mean, niggas is walking into the club naked. Just naked. Shooting up the club. Walking into the club, butt ass naked and bang, bang. Y'all are just The Lord is gracious and kind. The Lord is gracious and kind. Praise be. It could have been another way. Okay. Woo, may the Lord open. Let's be fruitful and, like you said, shoot up the club. Because niggas is like, let's just have all the babies. Let's just have all the babies in every kind of way that we can. I mean, everybody. Everyone. Listen. Niggas. Uh, (laughs) It is overwhelming. It is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's quite overwhelming, that one there. Those men. Those niggas. my word today. There's a whole slew of them too. How many does Nick? Where's Nick Cannon at now? Nick Cannon has like 19 children at yeah. this point. I don't understand mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, short, at, at this point, I just feel like rest the, in peace. He had he had a, a couple basketball teams as well. Correct. I just feel like people are looking at Nick Cannon like a stimulus package at this point. Like, let's just have some kids and come mm-hmm. up on this bag. Mm. Niggas stopped going and trying to borrow babies for 
for tax return purposes, they just started having them again. I mean, it is really, it's <laughs> really something. It's really something. Because I'm like, if I see another, and Nick is going to be on time. You know what he's going to do? He's going to be on time for the maternity shoot. Okay? He's going to be in well, all of them. Let me them. explain something to you about Nick. Nick Cannon is in a whole phase right now of hotepery. And, you know, he loves what he's doing. He's being fruitful uh, <laughs> and filling. The I mean, earth. he can afford it. So, listen, this is what he wants to do with his life. Yeah. And sure. that is his business. Yeah. I I can think that it is ridiculous, though. That's also my this right. This is also true, mm-hmm. in which I do. Not that you're having babies, but the way in which y'all are having them. Y'all are, and then it's, and you know why I know this is why? Because these ladies are coming forward and they're like, this is his baby. Bow Wow, it just happened to Bow Wow. Carmelo allegedly got twins uh, here and Nick got twins coming and it's all kinds of things. Now, Nick is not one. He's very proud of what he's doing. But the rest of them be like, well, I don't know. I don't know that little nigga like that. Mm-mm-mm. So y'all, you won't even claim the ones that y'all y'all are so pro life, but you won't claim the little niggas. What's happening? Trife life. So that's that. So you know what, Lala? Congratulations. We light one for you in your honor. Um, mm. Did you watch the Versus battle between Eve and uh, Trina? I sure didn't. Yeah, me neither. I'm a little weary, and I'm, I know that y'all might light up my mentions for this, but I think I'm growing a little weary of the verse of the verses. I oh, overall, I think so. Yeah, because I'm just. I mean, I haven't been excited about one in a really long time. Even the ones that have been like really exciting recently, like I found myself fading in and out of. I mean, I was in Nashville visiting my family. For the SWV and Escape one. Oh, and I know you wasn't watching that with them. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm just saying it was just, like, fading in and out. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, I just, I don't know. I haven't heard of a, of a battle in a long time that was like, I have got to schedule myself to be present for that. When I heard about Eve and Trina, like, I knew it was going to be a good time. And if I was home and, you know, doing stuff around the house, I would have cut it on. But, you know, yeah. I didn't feel pressed to, like, go out of my way to watch it and that's no shade right because I love the both of them and I heard that it was a good time but I just wasn't I wasn't breaking my ankles to get down to the verses and maybe that's just me no Tristan and I were headed to dinner and I actually forgot um until I got the text and I was like oh man yeah I'm not home um (laughs) and then I just wondered to myself I was like well didn't it come out not too long ago that Trina hated you niggas? I just wonder. If I remember that. Was that. Like I, I thought that she, she, she told you all some jigaboo monkey coons she or something said like that. Many <laughs> she said I don't, many, many things. Many awful like did she say some, some wild shit? I just you know, I just wanna know if of she problematic still things were, were us said, niggas. That's for sure. Animals, that's what she called us. Animals. I mean. So I just I just wonder that, you know, Eve. I love her. She got out. You know what I'm saying? She's out of Gilead. She's living over in, in the UK. Um, and I mean, just looking like I work when I want to, yeah. not because I have to. And that's what's, that's what's up. She's just like, okay, yeah, I'll have nothing else to do. I'll mm-hmm. show up to the verses. She's like, it's no me, problem. my rich white man, my two white bonus babies, and my claw titties. And I'm living my best <laughs> life, and I'm not mad at it. Living my best wealthy life. Yeah. Get that in your yeah. spirit. Yeah. And I'm not mad. I'm like, go ahead, Eve, honey. Go ahead. 
So ED, I have much committed. support for her. Uh, Trina, yeah, jury's still out. I think she hates you niggas. Us niggas. We niggas. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Trick Daddy can still choke as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so um, Trick Daddy is not well. No, no, he's no, he's not. His health, in many, his in health more ways is in jeopardy. One. Well, you, sir, again. I know, I know how you feel about these things. You know things. how I feel. Um... Wow. So I have a really so okay, we all know that Juneteenth is officially now a federal holiday. Mm-hmm. Um how do you feel about that? Well, you know, um I I can see how it, 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 <laughs> I mean I just wanted to know. Juneteenth is something that we have been celebrating, Mm -hmm. commemorating Mm -hmm. for a very long time. Yeah. I just think given the sociopolitical climate that we find ourselves in, it is a very convenient uh, time for for this to be sort of floated to the top political agendas Mm -hmm. amidst other very much more pressing priorities of, of social justice. Right. So I, I, there's this, get a, this got a lot of interest convergence mm. on it. Mm-hmm. It got a lot of, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I recognize this opportunity to raise some awareness, educate people about the realities of the history of this country. Um, but I also feel like there's a lot of like, you know, commercialization, and commodification of this day, um, you know, on the part of a lot of businesses and corporations and that, and I have, I take some issue with that. Yes. I take issue with the fact that, you know, white people get a day off of work, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. you awesome. know, for and, and many, many of whom really don't understand what the day is, no. you know, and how black people have been commemorating this day. They're like, oh, it's uh, when black people were freed. It's no. Right. No, it's, it's actually it's, not. It's not that at all. It no. is actually, you know, you know, an acknowledgement that, you know, it, it, Two and a half years after emancipation was was promised mm. <laughs> to to uh, black descendants of African uh, b- black slaves and us as descendants of African slaves in this country, um, you know we didn't we didn't get to make good on that promise of freedom until two and a half years after. Mm the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and enacted. So, I mean... Specifically in Galveston, Texas. Agreed. So, so yes, yes. Um, so, so I don't know. I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little torn. Yeah. I'm a little torn. Um, and I, you know, I would have, I would have, I just, I just feel like this is a way that, you know, Leadership can say that they are sh- making progress towards addressing some of the issues of social justice that are uh, and social injustice that are. I, th- I think people can feign sort of progress. It's kind of like, you know, a fresh coat of paint in a house that's riddled with uh, asbestos. Um, it's uh, it's and, lipstick on a pig, my nigga. Like it's lipstick on and, a pig. I just... So you know, it's a band aid where a blood transfusion is is needed. So it's like it it, it is it is a very very low bar. Yeah. For um, you know, change and transformation. Of juice when a nigga needs dialysis, like it's, it is, it is, it is a problem. It's a problem. It's it's, it's a problem. So um, I have those feelings about it. Yeah, same. And I only share them because you asked. Because I've been trying to not to talk. Listen, I didn't really say much it. at all. I, you know, 
I understand the progress, but I also like like we just said, I do think it's lipstick on a pig. There's so many other issues to address. Do I want it to happen? Obviously, but I also want all this other shit to happen too. And y'all got a whole lot of other stuff to really to really dig into. Before I mean, you know. And again, now white people get to benefit. They get to get off work. You know what I'm saying? Family Dollar is going to have a, a Juneteenth section just like they have a Valentine's, just like they have a fucking Easter Bunny much. shit, it's just like much. they have it's a Halloween. And We're going to have just, soul food in the cafeteria again right. at work. You know, just like Black History Month. People White are people not really. RBG flags and all kinds of carrying. I just don't. I just don't want. <laughs> I just don't. You know, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I and, just, and we have not needed government sanction or permission nah. to celebrate this day. No, I took off Many. when I was in corporate, I took off of work every and, you know, I mean <laughs> we have been using the day cuz it's really just like a day to remember and acknowledge. Yeah. Um, you know, and celebrate what it means to be black and 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 surviving um, you know, America as a black person. So, I don't know. I just I just don't think that all of that is wrapped up in, you know, them signing this this holiday, you know, the post office being closed. I just <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, OK, um, thank you. I mean, that's not what we asked for. Like, who asked for this? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's been on, you know, I'm sure it's been on a docket. It's been in, in the works for a long time. But again, like, it's just interesting to me that this became a priority uh, amidst, amidst all of the the other things that seem to be much more pressing yeah and that require our attention and resources and i don't you know uh, yeah it's a distraction it's a bit of a distraction um does, does it need to happen yes are there other 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 very uh important things that need to happen outside of this absolutely you know what i'm saying from because I just read something about an 11-year-old girl. It's not even part of the trash. An 11-year-old girl, I didn't even know anything about this, who was killed because the state trooper rammed the back of the daddy's car. And, hmm. you know, then white people are like, oh, well, he ran away from the police. He fled. And it was like, yeah, then the man came out and was like, I fled because the man was aggressive when he pulled me and my family over. And when he showed back up to the car, he pepper sprayed the inside of our vehicle. So I fled and drove off. Because I was scared of what this state trooper was getting ready to do to my family. Then the then the state trooper comes and rams the family's car, and the eleven year old girl is ejected from the vehicle and dies. Like, so there's just like so many other things that need to be addressed that I really am not interested in watching Walmart have a fucking Juneteenth section, you know, so that they can go and have barbecues because they get another day off of work like that. That ain't it. And, ha- and you, we half the time when we was growing up, you weren't even allowed to talk about this shit in school. So please. Anyway, um, I brought that up on more bullshit. <laughs> I brought that up because there is this um, plantation. This historic, it's called the Historic Lata Plantation in North Carolina. Right. And so they were having a Juneteenth event. And the okie doke is that the site manager is a black man. (laughs) But so they ended up losing their contract. They were part of the um, Mecklenburg County in North Carolina. So they are having a Juneteenth event and they created an event called Kingdom Come. 
where the guests would hear stories from Massa. Who? Who is now living in the woods. Swear to God. So wait. This is the event description. What will he do now that he has no one to oversee from uh see excuse me what will he do now that he has no one to oversee from can see to can't see that's what it said in the description uh using an idiom to reference the punishing hours that black enslaved people were made to work oh got it white refugees have been displaced and have a story to tell as well what this was a juneteenth event called kingdom come this past saturday Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Come out to historic Lata Plantation for a one-night event, Saturday 19th, 2021. You will hear stories from Massa himself, who's now living in the woods. Federal troops, Yankees, have him on the run, and his former bondsmen have occupied his home and are now living high on the hog. Hear how they feel. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. So the Mecklenburg uh, County in North Carolina put out a um, a statement saying they have zero because remember, they cut ties. They said they have zero. Why did why were you all funding an old plantation? I don't know. But they said they have zero tolerance for programs that don't embrace equity and diversity. Park and Recreation was not aware of the planned event at the Lotta Nature Preserve. Oh, that's what they called it. The Lotta Nature Preserve. <laughs> Until it appeared on social media, we immediately reached out to the organizers. The event was canceled as a result of this incident mecklenburg county is looking at its contract with the facility vendor regarding future programming mm. and the and the manager the site manager was a motherfucking black man <laughs> what the site manager of the plantation yeah of the of the uh what they call it is it possible of that the he nature didn't preserve? Know? Oh well. Now why know. and how Maybe in the not. hell would he not know that this know. event was happening and they put this shit out on social media? I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to wrap my mind I around. I well, you know, all all skin folk and kim folk. Cause you saw the man who's a part of SWAT and NCIS and some of the other shows. He was they FBI raided his house because that nigga was at January sixth. He was at the Capitol. I don't know who you're talking about. But yeah, okay. I didn't know him until I saw the story, but it was a black actor who's part of like, he works with Shamar Moore and all this NCIS and the SWAT, all them kind of cop shows. And he got busted by the FBI raid in his house because he was having, he had videos where he was all out marching on January 6th. You dummy. Okay. Well. But anyway, <clears throat> lastly on the trash. So I don't know if you saw Chloe Bailey's performance of Nina Simone's feeling good. I did not, but I saw like clips of it on Instagram. I didn't watch the whole thing though. So, you know, a lot of people had a lot of stink pieces and things to say about her performance. I saw that her grand her that Nina's grandmother was granddaughter was like, Y'all need to calm down. Absolutely. That's exactly what she she was like, uh, first of all, I absolutely enjoyed this performance. And my grandmother was a free woman. And if you know anything about Nina Simone's story or listen to her lyrics for that matter, you will know that she wasn't no stick in the mud. So what were they saying about Chloe's performance? She was not properly addressed. Like what was wrong? Because it was because she it was more of a um, 
of a sexy performance. And so people were like, mm. it was inappropriate. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't, you know, it didn't, go, it didn't go along with the song. It was, you know, you know, the rigmarole, you know how it goes. It was too okay. provocative. Why would you do a provocative dance with Nina Simone? Because Nina's like her granddaughter said, Nina Simone has once been up in the club, but naked on the table dancing. Like Nina Simone was a free woman. So why wouldn't Chloe Bailey be able to get up there and do whatever she wants to do? And the song is called Feeling Good. <sighs> They're always picking with these Chloe they and really children. Are. They really are. They really do be picking on that girl for no reason. She's really just trying to come into her own and niggas just, just really be picking on her for no reason. Let her come into her own. I know you was a hoe when you was 20 and the girl <laughs> is just dancing on the internet. You know how I know? Because I was a hoe. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so shut your fucking mouth and come sit out over here. Uh, but that's the trash this week, actually, sister girl. Shall we move on to our shout out? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. My sister's popping right now. Like. This week's shout out to my sis segment is presented by Target. Target invests in black entrepreneurs who are building a legacy of success. Let's rise together. Discover more at target.com slash black beyond measure. Okay, so our shout out this week is from a listener. And the email says, hi, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. This week, I would like to shout out my good sis and my Howard sis, Akia Bryant, owner of Passport Poppin'. Passport Poppin' is a black woman-owned travel agency. My sis grew her business from the ground up, and I cannot wait to see her business grow. Passport Poppin handles all your travel needs. She plans your trips, boasts all your itinerary needs, hosts group trips, teaches Spanish classes, and sells merch. She plans all her trips with black women in mind, and she is the epitome of a good time while always being professional. If anyone is interested, her website is PassportPoppin.com, and you can follow her on IG at Passport Poppin. And we will, of course, put all of that information in the description box. Thank you so much, Liv, for writing in and letting us know about your good sis, Akia. Um, you know, black girl travel is a thing. and Totally. So with a black woman tra planning black girl travel, it's beautiful. So make sure you all check out the links in the description box. And you can also check out Passport Poppin on Instagram. Let's move on to this kitchen table talk. talk. We are all looking for the same things in life. History books that don't leave out the stuff you learn on TikTok. A new Rihanna album, finally. LOL, you thought. And skincare products that offer clinically proven hydration and leave skin with a healthy, non-greasy, glowing finish. We can't help you over here getting grown with those first two, but Neutrogena, a dermatologist-recommended brand, has the skincare goals covered with their Hydra Boost facial care line. The Lines Hydra Boost Gel Cream and Night Press Serum are both clinically proven to strengthen skin's moisture barrier and lock in hydration for 48 hours. You'll get uncompromising hydration thanks to both products, hyaluronic acid, which has an ability to bind to water and hold it within skin surface. Neutrogena's Hydra Boost Gel Cream, that's gel and a cream, is made with glycerin that penetrates skin nine surface layers deep for longer lasting hydration. And the Neutrogena Night Press Serum will revitalize skin overnight, letting you wake up to skin that's three times more hydrated. 
made with purified hyaluronic acid and supercharged antioxidants. It's a pillow-proof formula that melts into your skin instantly. Both the gel cream and Night Press Serum are oil-free, dye-free, and non-commodogenic. The Neutrogena Hydra Boost line can be purchased at every major retailer. Start your hydration journey today at Neutrogena.com slash HydroBoost. That's N-E-U-T-R-O-G-E-N-A dot com slash HydroBoost. We are excited to share a show with you from some of our friends called Sunstorm, hosted by Aijin Poo and Alicia Garza. Aijin and Alicia are two of the leading organizers in America, and the show is all about how women help each other stay joyful and powerful amidst the chaos of life today. Sound familiar? <laughs> Their new season is all about what now, how do we win the future, how do we keep learning? Each week, they talk to their friends and heroes about their inspirations, finding their center, and what each one of us can do to make the changes we want to see in the world. Guests this season include journalist and editor Aaron Haynes, comedian Baratunde Thurston, and Pelton superstar Tunde Oyeneyen. Subscribe to Sunstorm wherever you're listening to this show. Joe. I deserve Okay. We have been talking about this for quite some time, but now is the time for us to come together and, and share the Black women self-care, all the self-care tips and tricks. Many of you have written in and shared on social media and through email things that you do to prioritize your self-care. It's just like a Black woman self-care or a Black person, sorry, a Black person self-care. That's right. Palooza. It's the Black person self-care palooza. Palooza. Extravaganza. Talking, talking all things self-care. Um, this episode down to the kitchen table. And I thought it would be cool if we sort of kicked off it, uh kicked it off by talking about some of the things that we've been doing. I'll go first and give Jade a minute to get herself together and <laughs> then we'll get into um then we'll get into uh what listeners have, have written in. Okay. But I will say this, I have been, so so I've been thinking a lot since we did the self-love, love language uh, quizzes last week. I've been sort of writing down, I wrote down the um, things, the ideas accord, by, by love language. I wrote down, uh, wrote them down in my journal and had made it a point to try to start to practice some of those, some of those things. Um and so one of the things that I've been doing um, this week specifically is I've been trying to sort of step up my affirm affirmations yes. game. And so I thought a good way to sort of make sure that I do it. And one of the things that is kind of been sort of a central element in me, in, in, in my self-care, how I think about self-care how I conceptualize it, how I operationalize it, meaning like what does it look like in actual practice? Because I feel like self-care is one of those big words, like mission statement, right? That could, like you get, it's, like, it's like a bit broad thing, but, you know, and we can talk about it in the abstract um, and as a concept, right? But what does it mean in my day-to-day -day life? And so one of the things that's been central to my self-care is my prayer life. You know, I've talked about my prayer journal and how I pray kind of gets me centered, gets my head together. I've been sharing. I was wanted to shout, shout out everyone who's been supportive. I never really, I started sharing. I, one of the things that I kind of do to kind of set the tone and, and 
for, for my week every Monday and sort of like get my get my mind around all that I have to do that week is I kind of write a prayer and I kind of sort of give everything that I have to do that week to God. And it's also a good way for me to sort of like write it down and get it, you know, okay, this is this is what it is. One one um one Monday morning, early in the morning, a few weeks ago, something just said post this. And I did on my Instagram and I've really been blown away by the amount of people who have reached out to me saying how much they connect with me doing it and they want me to sort of keep going. So I've really been trying to be diligent and I have really proud of myself because I've been doing it for eight weeks now. And one of the things that I do, I, I felt like will sort of help me to really make sure that I am, um, keeping up with these affirmations, right? And not just saying I'm going to do it, but how do I make sure I do it? So as I'm thinking about my prayer, I think about affirmations in terms of like, what are the things that, you know, God says about me? Or what are the things that I, you know, I'm one of the things that I read or studied through my own sort of like devotional time that I can affirm. So I had written down, made, made a little note um, on my, on my computer, on my phone, it says, I affirm and I agree. So as I, as I have a thought, you know, I'll read something, whether it be a scripture or I'll hear a quote or something. And, and, you know, my mind, just because the way my mind works, it'll be like, oh, wow, that's dope. And I'll think about like, how can I affirm this in my, in my life? So I know that I have a whole lot of things to do this week. And so as I said earlier, I'm really sort of pursuing God for ease, not so that I don't have to do anything, but so that I can do the work and it's not like a strain on me mm-hmm. or I'm not stressed about it. So like help me to be, help me to have some ease about how I approach this. And so as I was praying this morning and sort of studying, I was asking God to sort of help me to understand ease. Like, you know, what is, what does the Bible say about ease? What does God say about ease? How can I really conceptualize this concept of ease and really distill it down in something that I can do something tangible, tangible. Mm-hmm. And so I started making this little note, like, you know, as I read about what, you know, something, something that Jesus, you know, Jesus, Jesus said in Matthew, um, when he was saying, you know, take my yoke upon me, my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. So it's like, you know, what does that mean? So I did some studying about that. And so like thinking about that, that word ease, um, I affirmed it. Like, you know, I affirmed that, you know, I can, I can have ease. I can, I am ease is available to me because I have surrendered, um, this week to God. I'm trusting him to help me to do all that I have to do this week and to do it with ease. And I can embrace the ease that comes with that promise. Mm -hmm. And so like, as I'm studying, I'm literally affirming, I affirm, I agree with what I agree with what this says about ease and I'm affirming it in my life. And I'm trying to think about whether or not I'm going to post it or, you know, ask people like, what are you affirming or what do you agree with? Um, what do you agree with God about this week for yourself? Um, but that's, that's one of the things that I've, I've been, I, I, I'm, it's something I started, but I, you know, it, it felt really good to sort of like, you know, it didn't feel like, cause sometimes when I do the affirmation things, it feels like I'm like pulling them out my butt, but this was something, <laughs> something that I could like hold on to in a way yeah. it kind of grounded it and mm-hmm. made it like, it made it real to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that I complicated it, right? I'm sure everybody's like, girl, it was not that deep. Like you made it way deeper, but I mean, I just, I just I had to, it. that's how I had to make it make sense for me. 
So that's what I've been doing my Black Women Self Care. I, there are things that I am asking God for, or there are things that I know and, and or, or I am learning that God says about me. And as I'm learning these things, I affirm them and I agree. I agree with what God says about about uh, you know how easily I can have ease mm-hmm. in my I life. That. I love that, and I love your intention behind. Not only asking for the ease, but asking for the uh, the energy and the spirit to receive that. Yes, you know, a lot of times we ask for shit and we don't we don't be ready to to to, to like receive it when it comes, or we'd be blind. Or as we shit. don't even know how to recognize exactly. it when it comes. Exactly. Help me to know it when I see it. Help yes. me to know what it feels like. Help me to be clear that it is okay for me to have it. That's it, and embrace that feeling. And so I love how intentional. Um, you were in asking about that, how specific, because that is really key uh, in, you know, in, in asking for things. That's really key in asking for that help is, and whether that be, you know, asking yourself, asking the universe, asking God, asking, however, being specific and being intentional about what you're asking is super key. So I love that, sis. And you have, and I've had to say it. I've had to repeat it. So, mm-hmm. like when things got stressful today, I had to remind myself what I said. You know, this morning I agree, and I asked, and I believe that this was going to be a easeful situation. Yeah, it's, it's that doesn't mean that it's not going to come without effort, mm-hmm. or it's not going to require of me to sit and do the work. But the work is not going to strain me. Because I receive, I receive ease because I've surrendered it, and I know that I have everything that I need in order to do it. That's it. <laughs> I love that. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like a like a long way around the road at all. That sounds like exactly what niggas want to hear. I love it. Period. Perieta. Um. So what about you? So on a shallow level, on a completely. What is this contraption that you have in your hand? Oh, it's a. I'll, actually, that is a wonderful segue, sis, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, on a totally, totally like kiddie pool level <laughs> of self care. Okay, but big for me, a bitch just started getting her nails done. Oh yes. Okay, now I know. Okay. So I am not Kia levels of length because <laughs> I you know, have nigger hands and I'd be trying to maneuver and navigate a lot of things. And so I can't function with I that length, but hands. I got a nice length for me. I found an amazing, they look really nice. thank you so much, sis. I just asked for a little abstract ting ting. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I found me a black owned nail artist. Get you a black nail tag. Shout out to Blizzy. Okay. From to a bomb. Uh, so, and I've tagged her, you know, when I post the stories and whatnot, she is, she is super fun. I actually really enjoy her and I found her through Antoinette and Shanti actually. So she was Philly based originally. She's been in Brooklyn for two years. She's going to stay in Brooklyn and she is now my nail tech and I'm a nail lady now. I'm a nail girl. Okay. So it's actually a a fun time, um, outside of like trying to navigate typing and texting and, um, you know, moving in this world. I'm just, just I'm, I'm like a, time. I'm like come. a brand new baby. I'm like Mr. Tumnus of the fingers, you know, oh just crawling like a little baby fawn. Uh, like you all look sometimes when you walk in your high heels, but it's fine. We all figure it out. Um, so that's the shallow level. Uh, 
on other levels, you know, I've spoken a lot about my shower meditations and, and prayers and things like that. And so actually I was inspired by you, sister. Really? Um, because I find that sometimes when I meditate, uh, my mind is like doing many things, right? It goes wherever it, it needs to go, child. All I mean, when I tell you she be skipping and, you know, skip de loo and ring around the rosy, your girl is all over the place. So what I've started doing is, you know, and I, I'll be, t- I'll be talking to spirit. Like I talk to y'all, like I talk to you, like I talk to my homies. I'm like, y'all know what I'm trying to say, or, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not, no, I would like to be a little bit more specific and I do get specific in certain ways, but I said, I would like to get a little bit more intentional with this. So what I've started doing is not necessarily writing full prayers, um, because the way my wrist is set up, um, But I did start, as I think of things throughout the day or when they come to me, about things that I would like to talk to Spirit about specifically, um, I write those things down. So that when it comes time for me to do my meditations, I'm very intentional. And I know that these are the things that have come up on my heart throughout, you know, throughout time. Or these these are things that I would love to talk about. But sometimes when you be in it, you forget that stuff, right? Because then you focus Mm -hmm. on something else. Mm -hmm. So writing that down has been really, really helpful in trying to organize it's not necessarily like, okay, you know, it's not necessarily organizing a prayer, but it's like, no, but I want to be intentional about the things that I'm asking for or asking for help with or uh, expressing gratitude for. And I don't want to forget those things. So I took a page from your book and that's been really oh. helpful for me and my self-care. Um, in addition to just, as we were talking about earlier, really trying to prepare myself for the things that I'm asking for. So I'm like, when they come, I want to be ready for them. I told you all about my cleaning binges and my purges, but I'm trying to do that in every aspect, uh, spiritually as well as physically at home, whether that, you know, cleaning my altars, resetting those, writing down my prayers, writing down my gratitude, writing down my wants. Um, and it's been it's been really lovely. It's still a work in progress, but it's been very, very helpful. But we have actually <clears throat> 26 emails from you all, <laughs> uh, as we've sifted through, um, that we want to read kind of graduation style, because as we said, we want to hear from our community as to what you all have been doing to take care of yourselves. So I think that we should start to dive into some of these emails. We weren't able to get to all of the tweets and the, you know, the other things because just trying to organize stuff, you know, on top of life and it just be a lot. So, so we're going to go with the emails this week and this is not going to be the last time that we do this, just like it, we haven't done graduation announcements one time, but I love hearing from you also. Sis, do you want to start off? Um, sure. With our first email. I will. Um, We've been getting these for quite some time. This one, I think, was written in October of last year. Hey, hey. It is from Sherelle. Sherelle says, Hi, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. Today I was inspired by Dr. Kia and journeyed to the Trader Joe's for some cookie butter. Oh, yes. I had just a spoonful once a few years ago, but haven't had any since then because the nearest location was 30 minutes away from my house and gas was still over $2 and some change. Yeah, we know this was uh, last year. 
Yeah, honey, because we have far surpassed. Okay, they, <laughs> they finally built one closer to my house, so I decided to treat myself. I bought two jars of cookie butter because the girls are snatching them up and a container of ginger snaps. Let's just say your girl is having a peaceful Saturday mm-hmm. after working overtime. Thanks for the great idea, ladies. And that is from Sherelle. Thank you, Sherelle. Sherelle. Enjoy your cookie butter, girl. Get you next time. Get you the cookie butter, the cookie ice, butter cream, honey. ice cream, honey. You know that's level where I was up. going with level it. right on up. Sis. I hope since this October of 2020, Sherelle, you have discovered the blessed joy that is oh, Trader yes. Joe's condiments, frozen section, and snacks. Good times. It's a good fucking time. About to get your life. <laughs> All right. All right. Our next one comes from Kenda. Kenda says, hello, my beautiful sisters. I come to you currently in a phase of my black woman self-care being intentional about writing you. Hey, I found your podcast at the start of the pandemic shutdown and it has saved my life as I put one in the air tribe. Let me express my deepest gratitude for helping me find a community that is so very much my heart without the anxiety of real life judgment. Aww. Last year I was hit with my surprise baby and my whole world was rocked. Happily married with two boys already. I'm reflecting always on how this third and final little boy has brought so much joy to our family. He came at a time when I was finally going to focus on me and my health. So it took me some time to come to grips with what it was God had planned for the fa- this phase of my life and it was hard but here i am with the most perfect baby chill af calm born march 7th four days before the city of houston shut down and i'm grateful Mm. i spent a lot of time going crazy listening to all my people's words of wisdom on what i should want to do should do or what i could be doing and the fears of these women in my life have caused me a lot of anxiety so let me express that i am a 35 year old black woman raising three yes three biracial but black men I support my husband's dream and I am okay with that. He treats me like a queen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this white man has fought and cried by my side as we try together to change the lives of our babies. He works full time and goes to school and knows it would not be possible without me holding him, his kids and his home down. As long as he knows, sister. And no, I don't worry about a single second of that. I am right where God wants me to wants me to be doing what I want and I'm supposed to be doing raising my kids and I'm happy damn it and I'm authentically myself I love to take care of my family and home and that's okay I give my whole self to this family of mine that I adore and I mean all of me I am a fellow crunchy and my love language is acts of service the emotional labor is heavy Oh, not to mention fully supporting everyone at home, learning and managing my husband's time Ivy pooped okay so her self-care is this prayer Yes, I stopped thinking about this perfect moment where I express my thoughts and feelings perfectly to God. I pray at the drop of a hat. Whenever it comes into my head, I'm thankful and authentic with my Lord. I tell him like it is, and he can read my heart. Two, music. Every single pocket I can put on music, I do. The range varies, but I get it in, and I bop, a dance, a groove. Three, laughter. If it makes me laugh, I'm laughing at the store, in the car, when I'm supposed to be mad. If I feel it, I laugh. Number four, getting grown. (laughs) If I can get an episode in, that is my ultimate self-care. And I need y'all to help me know that I'm not alone out here in Whitesville suburbs with with this white yet delicious husband. (laughs) Oh. I'm so sorry. lost in this world it reminds me who the fuck i am a a real nigga a woman thank you number five nature 
I leave. I bounce. My husband has an hour between work and class where he spends time with the kids and I leave. I leave to do, I don't know, whatever the fuck I want. I started a community garden. I love that. I'll go there and put on the podcast. I drive around with the windows down. I need to separate from these dudes. I need it during this quarantine. I am my own damn person. I breathe. I regroup. And then I dive back in. I wish you guys all the light and love and good juju. Thank you for doing you both individually and together. I appreciate you so much. And shout out to the Sam out there. What does that mean? What is this acronym? I don't know. Okay. All right. No idea. Well, Kenda, thank you so much uh, for sharing the things that you're doing to take care of yourself. I love that you are finding solace in the midst of being around four human beings, four men. Wow. That's a lot. So much, sis. Thank you for listening and thank you for writing in. Absolutely. This next one comes from uh, Brandon's, uh, I won't say his last name. Uh-huh. Um, Brandon, uh, it seems as though he's written himself a letter. Okay. I love it. In self-care. So I will share that. He writes, dear Brandon, whoo, nigga, the world is dark <laughs> and full of terrors. There are so many people, spirits, entities, and systems that are designed to rob you of your joy. Remember that as long as you draw breath, there is nothing that you have not survived. Mm. You are made up of survivors who still found joy, innovation, community, laughter, and love. You are made of resilience and revolution. You are beautiful, strong, multifaceted, intelligent, silly, a healer, a storyteller. Do not diminish your light for anybody's comfort. You are entering a season of action, so do not be afraid to leap. Go after all that you deserve. You are worthy. You are capable of creating the abundance you want for yourself, your community, and for future generations. Mm -hmm. Carry the legacy of those who came before you. Sing the praise of your contemporaries and create inspiration. When you feel lost, ask yourself, how am I or my gifts a service to my community? Moisturize your damn skin and your insides. That's right. Eat well and exercise. Your physical, mental, and spiritual health are interconnected. So Mm -hmm. don't let any part of yourself fall by the wayside. You got this. Lastly, love yourself in the way you want others to love you. Enjoy every inch, every perk, every imperfection. The love... this That love will attract beautiful souls who are going to love you beyond your imagination. And if it doesn't, you would have still enjoyed your journey. Love, always and forever, Brandon. Oh, Brandon. That was dope. I love that. Brandon also writes, I would like to express my eternal gratitude to you both for being bold, beautiful, and intelligent possibility models. Jade, you are the embodiment of freedom and joy. You make me laugh so hard every week. Your authenticity is refreshing. Kia, you're amazing. Thank you for your contributions to the academic space. Also, thank you for your vulnerability. It's empowering to hear how you heal and show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. I know you get love every single week, but please don't ever forget the impact that you've had by creating dialogue and community. It's healing. I pray that you two receive all the joy, peace of mind, success, abundance, healing, love, and opportunity owed to you. And some more. LOL. Ashe, much love. Thank you, Brandon. Ashe, Brandon. That was dope. I love you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. See, this is why we did this. Be the this be the shit that brings us here. You know what I'm saying? This is what lifts us. 
You guys really so are our community. Okay. Hey, Jada Kia, sending you hugs and love from sunny Florida. Yes, Florida with our trifling governor, DeSantis, who I did not vote for, but I digress. <laughs> I discovered your podcast last year during the panorama, and you ladies have been a joy and a delight to listen to on my Sunday walks around my neighborhood. I, you know what? I'm going to skip all this praise for us because uh, I love <laughs> you all, but I, you know, we... We receive it. We do. We receive it. Um, okay. So on a recent podcast, you all, we were asked as listeners to write in about what we're doing for our black woman self-care. I'm walking outside when I can. I play tennis with a good friend on Saturday. I love taking naps. Like Kia, I enjoy my own company and love being home on my days off from work. I also start each day with reading my Bible and prayer. All these things have kept me sane and grounded, even with the world being on fire. Keep the great podcast coming, ladies, and I will continue to wear my mask, drink my water, moisturize, and mind my own business. Period. Much love from Tampa, Florida, and that's from Aneka. Aneka, thank you for writing in so much. We love that you all are taking the time out to do this. Amaze. Josie writes, um... Love all your black girl self-care ideas. Wanted to share one that I've just gotten into. This calendar was recommended to me and I started this month. It's a great way to start every day with a little self-love. It has a self-love affirmation and a self-love action for every day of the year. It's available on the Amazon. Yes. Um, an example says, I'm a work in progress, yet I feel deep admiration for myself when I realize just how far I've come. And then it gives uh, uh, action. Today, I'll think back to a journey that brought me far from where I started. That's dope. I think that's dope. And especially. that's from Josie. Thank Thanks, you, Josie. Josie. Oh, so Crystal writes in and says, good afternoon. I pray you both are well, safe, and blessed. Thank you. I am listening to the Pull Me Up episode, and I'm so filled with joy to hear about your loving and supportive friendships. Women supporting women, being there for one another, giving honest advice and just listening to each other is what I love about friendship. Same. This episode made me think of my good friend. We met at work about 11 years ago and we've been great friends all these years. I love how we support each other through all phases of life. We chat about motherhood, being a wife, promotions we're going for at work and, a, and about what's for dinner. We chat about everything all the time. She's a great friend and I feel blessed that God made us friends. I would also like to include my black woman self-care habits. Oh, and that's for her friend Dorothy. Um, I would like to include my black woman self-care habits when I'm feeling overwhelmed from work, my hubby and my beautiful children, <laughs> because that is a thing. I love to end my day listening to a mix of sounds on the Relax Melodies app. My favorite sound combination is lapping water in Toscana. I kiss my family goodnight, get comfortable in my bed, say my prayers, and then turn on my relaxing sounds. With the earbuds in my ears, I drift off to sleep. Another habit is watching old reality shows like Tia and Tamara. Wasn't that fascinatingly boring? Oh, my God. I used to watch it, they too. They have reality shows? Exactly. L.A. Hair, Mary Mary, Mess, also discovered that, the Braxtons, etc. Just getting lost in what other people are doing for a while is a nice way to relax. I always love watching Living Single, same, and saying the lines along with the actors. I love Kadeesh. it. Shop. Right? Jade and Takia, I pray you both have a beautiful day. Stay blessed. I love the show and have been listening since day one. And that's from Crystal. Thank you, Crystal girl. Thank you, Crystal. I love that. And again, 
that app she mentioned mentioned is the Relax Melodies app. Get into it. Um, the next one comes from Ash. She writes, I ended my first year of pharmacy school and I'm ready to purge my phone of anything dealing with school, period. <laughs> I bought I bought some canvases from the local Wally World and I'll be doing a cute sip and paint with myself. <laughs> I too enjoy a different world, so I will also be watching seasons two through six for the one millionth time while sipping wine, lighting my candles, and letting my mind decide what we want to paint. And that's, that's what Ash is doing in self-care, girl. I love it, Ashley. She's like, I'm having my own sip and paint. <laughs> I do what I want, period. I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I love that, Ashley. Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. First, I love your show. Second, I wanted to adhere to the request of sending in our Black people self-care. Mine has been reading for leisure. I used to read all the time as a child, but as an adult, I stopped making time to read for pleasure. Same. I'm currently reading Queenie. By Candace Cardi Williams. Queenie! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Peace and blessings to y'all, and thank you for all that you do. And that's from Christine. I love it. I love that. The Queen. next one comes from Latoya, who must live in Dallas, because she said for her black woman self care for the week, she went to Gloria's with yes. a friend and had some quesadillas <laughs> and a margarita on the patio. Yes. The weather was nice and sunny. Thank you, Latoya. I hope you enjoyed your quesadilla, girl. I hope you and your margarita. Period. I hope it didn't have no roses, lime in it. Wretched. <sighs> Kinshasa writes in and she says, Jaden Kia, my black woman self-care is working harder and more purposeful towards letting go of situations of which I have no control. I am a control freak. And when things are out of my control, it really bothers me to the point of anxiety, depression, anger, overindulgence, etc. Well, I've consciously decided again to work on identifying the root of my responses and reactions. I have had setbacks, but I also improved on being more forgiving and kind to myself. This is a permanent change, so I'm ready to do the work and happy with my gains as well as setbacks, because all have proved to be opportunities to grow more in myself. I really enjoy the show and never miss an episode. Also, I'll be submitting another email really soon as I will complete my add-on educational diagnostician certificate. Oh. <laughs> yes! Well, you know what? That was a two-for-one. But I love that, actually, and I love how honest that was um, because, and I love that you mentioned having to, you know, kind of circle back and address things again, because a lot of times, you know, we ain't healed one time. We got to keep we got to keep working over time. Goes. So I think that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I love it. Um, This comes from Brandon, another Brandon who spells his name with two A's. Brandon writes. So what am I doing for black person self-care working out before everyone wakes up has been my saving grace. I get up at dark o'clock most days to get my workouts in. I'm going to Orange Theory twice a week. I use the Peloton app to ride four to five times a week and strength train with a virtual trainer four days out of the week. Now that the weather is better, I start taking walks in the afternoon and might even invite the kids along. I also have been known to sit. I also have been known to sit on my front porch with a book and a delicious beverage and wave to my neighbors. <laughs> um, she said, oh, and as much as I used to not like baths, I've started to take one each Friday with some Epsom salt in the water mm-hmm. and a mud mask on my face. Come on, Brandon. I might mm. even eat a, he said, I might even eat a gummy or two. Get your Live. life. 
Um, take care, stay safe, and I hope I get the opportunity to see y'all live once the outside is open for real, for real. And that's Brand. That's from Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Come Brandon. On. Come on with your Epsom salt bag. Okay. All right. Get your and life. I'll, we'll see you in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> our next, our next one says. Hello, ladies. I really enjoyed y'all's episode title, Pull Me Up. So I'm following instructions. My black woman self-care is doing my own nails and teaching myself how to do my own nail extensions as well as burning good smelling candles during work, taking walks on sunny days, and when I get my shit together and doing my hair. <laughs> There's a lot more I try to do, but those are a few things. I love listening to y'all's podcast, and I pray for real that I can end up with dope friends like you ladies have. Aw. Thank you for doing your podcast and keep doing what y'all do best. And that's from Ebony. Ebony, I love you. I bought me a gel thingy-majiggy and I never used it. So shout out to you. Yes. The next one comes from Ebony. Um, Ebony writes. Another Ebony. Yes. I, I am intentionally facing the why in order to determine exactly what triggered me. She wrote a story about how um, some man uh, offered his unsolicited opinion onto why Ebony was still single. His ridiculous opinion and delivery were not the focus, but rather the fact that he actually upset her. Um, as she, uh, she said she's usually the type of person who can communicate effectively through my emotions and not easily flustered. Um, but, you know, when, that, when he did that, I, she found herself unable to express uh, herself. So she writes it's difficult to be honest with yourself about your shortcomings and it doesn't feel good to admit that though i'm generally enjoying being single i have insecurities about it and how long it's been my reality i'm having to learn to give myself grace for not always being the most poised when disrespected and then for even allowing him to carry on in his on in his opinion about me because who in the kevin samuels <laughs> hell <laughs> Uh, do these folks think that they are? So yeah, you guys helped me to navigate my internal work so often. And for the first time in a while, I didn't feel as involved. So I can't, I'm kind of kindly addressing my own self, um, after being triggered. Thanks for being Ebony. I love that. And Ebony, fuck that nigga. Like, why do niggas feel like they need to ask you questions? Because or tell literally you nobody asked you anything. You know why? Cause you don't know anything. Please. Mm -mm. Some of what's your self what's your self-care this week, sir? Learning how to shut the fuck up. Good. Learning how to mind my business. How about mm, that? Mm, mm. Don't maybe be I should go talk to your homeboys. Stop talking to us. Go talk to your homeboys. Y'all figure out and get each other together. Oh, irritating. <sighs> so sorry. Our next one says two things. Working out for 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night to get active again. I've downloaded the Phase 10 app, and I play at various times throughout the day. Period. I paid the $2 to play ad-free. I don't know why it calms me. It doesn't matter why. My days are usually hectic and hella full, but it gives me the opportunity to slow down a bit. I hadn't played since I was a kid, and that's from Keisha. Keisha, yes, we love Keisha. us again, again in my Phase 10 now. I mean, live for it. I love that. Sabrina, Sabrina writes... My black woman self-care is getting serious about my sleep hygiene. A few months ago, I read myself to filth internally mm. and decided to do better. I bought a bougie alarm clock from Target. Uh, it's the iHome Power Clock Glow Alarm Clock. But most importantly, I developed a sleep routine. Right after my last email or Zoom for the day, I pull an ASAP Noah move and slam my laptop down <laughs> and change my status to offline on Microsoft Teams. 
Then I walk around my apartment and close the blinds and pull the curtains. This mm-hmm. helps my body to know that we are preparing for rest. Yes. My phone goes into do not disturb at 8 p.m. sharp automatically, and I stop watching yes. any electronics at 8.30. Oh, I spend about an hour and a half reading, journaling, listening to music, and then it's a wrap. At 10 p.m., I hit the sheets. This is a huge step for me, and I'm really noticing a difference. Thank you both for the show, for sharing your lives, and for always reminding us to mind our business, drink our water, and moisturize so our black does not crack. Wow, Sabrina. And that is from Sabrina. I'm impressed and very, you know, I feel kind of gross, but I'm impressed. You, I, you better do that. You just inspired me like a little bit. Uh, <laughs> like a little bit I'm, I'm just like, wow, 830. Wow. wow. Whoa, nigga. Sometimes I didn't even eat Woo. dinner by then. I'm like, <laughs> slow down, tiger. 30. I was like, I feel disgusting like, right now. My grandma like, is still awake at 830, girl. She's still watching TV at 830. I'm not mad at it. Listen. I, I mean, I'm actually impressed. I'm super impressed. And like I said, I'm low-key disgusted with so like 8.30. I'm like at 3 a.m. You're in the you're in the rim. You might, meanwhile, your girl's just winding it down. Uh, <laughs> all right. Our next one says, thank you for showcasing the importance of self-care, especially for black people, because that is important. I usually listen during work and listen to you both talk about pa- your passions. Gives me motivations to be a star member of Team Drawing Fast. I work Come in on. the architecture design industry. Yes. I love it. Kia, my industry is also dominated by whiteness and usually oh, maleness. Hearing you talk about your struggles and also how you unapologetically are your fabulous self really inspires me to just be me. On Thank to my you. self-care. Every week I go grocery shopping. I make sure to grab a bouquet of flowers for me. I personally love flowers, so I decided to give myself my flowers now. I deserve. I'm not waiting on a man or some kids to give me my flowers, okay? I love walking into my condo. Yes, ownership. And Mm -hmm. seeing my beautiful flowers. Keep up the good work, ladies. And that's from Christina. I love that, Christina. That's such a lift. So dope. All right. She asked, she said, when you read, when you read one of my letters in the past, Kia gave me the pseudonym Sandra Clark. So I'd like to keep that. No problem, Sandra. (laughs) My black person's self-care is to finally take myself on a solo spa vacation for my birthday. I wanted to do this for years, but each year I've allowed my friends and family to talk me into celebrating with them. 2020 reminded me that life is too short for me to keep delaying what I want to do. So I'll be spending my birthday sitting in a spa with a glass of champagne, then heading to the beach with a mojito. My family and friends can catch me afterwards. Thank you for all that you do. Listening to Getting Grown is a joy. And that's from Sandra Clark. Sandra, Sandra. Yes, Sandra. Mammy. That is like actually very much in line. I actually love that and would like to be a part of that for myself. We got another member of the GGB right here writing in. And I feel like we've had a few um, write-ins from this listener, Mr. Joseph. Mr. Joseph writes in and says, Hi, Jade and Kia. I hope you both are as well as possible in this crazy world. Thank you so much. Here are my two most recent forms of self-care. Number one. Homemade empanadas. I was spending way too much money on Uber Eats in the Venezuelan restaurant. Shout out to Arepa Mia in Atlanta. So I learned how to make empanadas myself. It's a simple way to bring myself some joy and save myself some money at the same time. 
Oh, I've been making orange chicken and granola bars as well. Okay, you better chef it up, Joseph. Cook, okay. Number two, effectively communicating my grievances. I've had a habit of stewing over things because while I've never been afraid of being honest or speaking up, I have been afraid of saying the wrong thing, not getting my point across, and coming away from conversations feeling unsatisfied. So now when I become aware that I want to have a potentially hard and or uncomfortable conversation with someone, my new prayer is that A, I get it all out, everything I want to say. B, any and everything that needs to be said is said by all parties, so nobody walks away thinking, dang, I should have said such and such. And C, what I say is received, even if the receiver is not happy about it. I still stew because I be trying to get my words together so I'm not cussing people out. It just doesn't take as long now that I'm asking God for specific help. Thanks for the opportunity to share. And here go some pictures of the food. There's chicken and cheese in the empanadas. And I made some with cinnamon apples for dessert. Yum. And this orange chicken looks popping. And these granola bars is competing with kind. Shout out to the GGBs. Thank you, Joseph. I love the I love all of those things. I too love to see it. Um, the next email reads, God must have directed me to your June 4th podcast. It had him talking to me. I told this nigga I want a job by June 1st <laughs> as a living CNA. I got it. Sadly, my client is declining so Aww. rapidly tonight. He has decided tonight um, we shall not sleep, but praise the Lord with OCD. At 98 years old. What? I want to call for relief just two days, but your little sis needs that tuition for an LPN. So I'm just over here identifying with how annoying God will be. Will be. <laughs> Why can't I get a written memo for the lesson? I've struggled enough. Give me an easy case. Pay the tuition. And can, can I effing breathe? <laughs> Nigga, damn. <laughs> Why is it always a thing with you? Wait a second, girl. I can't Wait. have you talking to my lord like this. Are you like talking this. to God? I'm trying to. You are doing a lot. Um, that's I'm so it. sorry. I'm screaming at the rest of this email. <laughs> I'm so. She sorry. said, "I got this." Like Kia got her house. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's calling him names. I don't like it. Please excuse my grammar. I suck at, I love, wait, okay. I love you guys and you have gotten me through many days. Thank you and many. God bless you abundantly. And that's a 28 year old Capricorn chemist. Girl, that had nothing to do with self care. What is giving? Like, all. where nothing is the self care? Like, y'all just don't be following instructions. It is, oh, God. And she called And then you're going to come over here and I'm be. I'm so and you're going to come over here and be. Di- you know what? I'm so sorry. Ooh, that. <laughs> Listen, not for you cursing out. You can talk to the Lord that way for you, but don't be having me read this mess. Girl. Ah. <laughs> I'm trying laughing because that was not self-care, sis. That was Congratulations. not at all. You should have sent that for the graduation announcements. And we... What is happening? <laughs> but... Oh God, that that was, oh God, that was really funny. I am stunned. Congratulations, little sister. You, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Giving honor to God, who is truly the head of my life, to my black queens, yes. niggas, and friends, the saints and the ain'ts. I bring you greetings from the Buckeye State of Ohio. 
Y'all are so dramatic. <laughs> but they really are. I love it. Jesus is dramatic. You guys are. No, um, he is so <laughs> she said Jesus is dramatic. Are you kidding? I think she was saying that she obtained um, this opportunity with great struggle in the way in which you obtained your house. So ultimately it was a blessing, but dear God, why did I have to go through it? That is how I'm interpreting that email. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. sorry. Back to <laughs> this. A big hey sis to Dr. Key and Chef Jade. I love this podcast. It assures me that I'm doing better than I thought, but there's always room for improvement. Here, here. Uh, here are some of my self-care activities and priorities bullet pointed like I like growing I things I have a garden and have been buying house plants like crazy taking care of and nurturing something else other than my dogs has helped me with peace growing these living things also rewards me with food to eat and share eating off of God's green and sometimes tragic earth is truly fulfilling I recommend it love that what are you growing you didn't even get into the specifics okay <laughs> saying no period Amen. Not watching the news. It can steal your peace and your sanity. Worst reality show on TV. Dating myself. I grew up as an only child, so it's nothing for me to do something by myself. I love to take myself out to eat, the movies, or an activity. The Pontiac tried to steal my job, but God stepped in with restaurant pickups and DoorDash and increased my favor with streaming movies. Isn't it a wonderful blessing? <laughs> Schedule a professional photo shoot or use my photo shoot or use my trusty iPhone boudoir professional seasonal random whatever. I know I am sassy, but sometimes I have to remind myself that I am a bad bee who is fearfully and wonderfully made. I hang those pics up throughout my house. Well, the boudoir pics are hung in my boudoir. My (laughs) I know that's right. And lastly, my favorite scripture, Philippians 4.11. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever still I am there state therewith to be. Oh, state. Yeah. Whatever state (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. Therewith to be content, accepting where I am right now and learning to find the contentment there. I used to worry about my future self so much. And even now, I sometimes struggle with this. This scripture reminds me to enjoy the right now and make plans to improve myself. Yes, be in alignment with us. That's it. Thanks for the idea. I look forward to hearing what others share. Love you all. And that's from Shamir. Thank you, Shamir. I love that. Love to see it. Okay. (sighs) Kyla writes, the black woman self-care segment is my type of carrying on, as you two would say. Yes. I'm a strong advocate for self-care. Here are some of the, my favorite self-care practices. Buying myself a bouquet of flowers weekly. Fresh, beautiful flowers make me happy. They don't have to be expensive. A bouquet from Trader Joe's or down to the city market. Get you right. That's it. Uh, turning on a different world and getting lost in nostalgia. My favorite pastime since I'm going to do it after we finish recording. (laughs) Cleaning and purging. It sounds like work, but deep cleaning and decluttering a space decreases anxieties and makes me feel good. That's my kind of carry. (laughs) (laughs) Iced coffee. I'm one hell of a barista at Cafe de Kyla in my kitchen coffee bar. Kyla says, I am no stranger to submitting a PTO request. In fact, me and Paycor on a first name basis, I take <laughs> off at least one day each month. It just gives me time to recharge and focus on my own mental. 
Uh, she said she works in mental health. I love it. When my baby is sleeping, I escape into my mom's cave in my mom cave office and get lost in the paintbrush and earring making. Mm. I have an Etsy shop, so that is my time to create and restock my shop. Well, sis, what's the shop? I know, right? Um, lighting a candle and putting a pen to paper is another one of my favorites. I keep a personal journal and a career journal. They are both f- filled with uh, goals and the steps I need to take to achieve them. Uh, I could really go on, but I'll stop here. Thanks, ladies, for giving us a platform to learn, share, and grow with one another. The first episode I heard was Jay going off about a venue she hosted Noah's birthday party at. When I heard that fire in her voice, I said, okay, this is where I belong. Uh, Keep up the great work, ladies. And that is from Kyla. Wow, I forgot about them. Fuck you again, Baked in Brooklyn. Uh, I hope that you have <laughs> shut down. Uh, <laughs> girl come on <laughs> there goes my soundtrack in the background as I spew chaos and negativity uh, Kyla girl send us the link to the Etsy shop the mm-hmm, hell girl come on <laughs> come on with it um, I hope I'm not too late for the self care episode do Thanks. not my self care is working out I work out CrossFit at 5am Impressive. We have personal squares, six by six, six feet by six feet to work out. So I feel safe. Plus I'm vaxxed living in the Southeast. Uh Them don't believe in masks. And I was the first in line for those shots. Then during my morning break that I made up, I take a 20 minute Peloton spin class with the coaches Tunde or Alex. I -hmm. walk my neighborhood on my lunch, even in this Louisiana heat. And then I take a nice shower so I don't smell like Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Have it your way. Ain't nothing worse than a nigga feels like a wappa. Second runner up, working from home is self-care. Amen. I'm childless, but I still have dishes, laundry, and all that shit. So I have time to mop my floor real quick if I need dust or fold some towels or even throw dinner in the oven. So when I clock out at 430, I'm clocked out. Peace and blessings. (laughs) And that's from Trelly. I love it. I do. Trelly. Boots. All right. Uh, Dawn writes, for my black woman self-care, I have, one, restricted my social media activity to the weekends only. Two, increased my weekly nap sessions. Three, reintroduced meditation into my daily routine. And four, brought myself a tall toiletry cabinet for all of my self-care things. And that comes from Dawn. Thank you, Dawn. We love to see it. We do. And lastly, on the emails this week, she says, hi, Jade and Kia. I'd like to say that y'all's, because I'm from the South podcast, has been a form of self-care for me. I've definitely had to laugh to keep from crying in this hood called adulthood, and I found getting grown back when I was in the thick of it. I'm also a DIY enthusiast, and I found peace after taking a sledgehammer to a cast iron tub or digging up old, old ugly shrubs around my house because dirt therapy is a thing. My latest moments of mindfulness come from affirmations, puzzles that I also make. I piece together my day starting with I am uh, starting with I am confident, powerful, loving, etc. And it brings me to my ready. It brings me. I'm so sorry. Brings me to my ready to face the world space. Got it. Okay. Yes. Thanks for all that you do. Love you guys. I'd like to send y'all puzzles. We would love puzzles, but for everybody else who would also love puzzles, you can check out inspiredpuzzles.com and we'll put that in the description box as well. Oh, for sure. I and love that's from puzzle. Yolanda. Thank you, Yolanda. I love that. Wait, so wait a minute. You took a sledgehammer 
to a cast iron tub. Wait a minute now. I'd like, like to hear more a, about a that. blacksmith or something. Yeah, I'd like to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, I have enjoyed reading and learning about all of the ways that we are taking care of ourselves as black people so much. in this wacky world. And I'm just so grateful that so many of y'all obliged us. Um, the black people self-care palooza has been a huge success. Yeah. Um, you know, for the eight of you who are not black and listen to this show, oh. you, you can send in your self-cares. Yeah, I mean, we don't, like, you can continue to send them. Even if you, if you didn't make the Palooza episode, we still are going to have the Black woman or the Black people self-care segments every week on the show. And, you know, we can read we can read uh, your entries then. But I would love to know if there's anything that you're doing that hasn't yet been shared and you want to get it out there to the people. We'd send it on. It. That's right. 78, 72. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. Um... <laughs> Yes. Let's get on uh, to this. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you want to close out? Do you have any self cares you want to close out with, or are you ready? No, to No, I've just learned a lot. Um, I, I'm, I'm feeling good. I feel like we're all on the same page. I'm yeah. excited. So yeah, let's get to the honesty box. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. If you're a creator, you need a Storyblocks membership. Storyblocks helps you bring all your stories to life without sacrificing your vision due to time, budget, or resources. Tell the best version of your story with affordable subscription plans and tools that scale to meet your needs. Storyblock's ever-growing library consists of 4K HD footage, After Effects, and Premiere Pro templates, music, images, sound effects, and more. Their unlimited all-access plan gives you unlimited downloads and assets are royalty-free, so you can use your downloaded content for commercial and personal use. Storyblock's RE Stock Initiative is here to change the landscape of stock media by partnering with creators in underrepresented communities to build collections that represent those communities in an authentic light. Storyblock's first cohort of filmmakers features the layered experiences of BIPOC and the LGBTQI plus community. For Pride Month, Storyblocks will be launching Queer Spaces and Faces. This initiative will feature six new contributors from the LGBTQI plus community, each creating a collection of 50 video clips that feature their community authentically and relatably. So you know that if you're a content creator of any kind, connecting and, and sustaining that connection with uh, your audience is totally based on the content that you create and the stories that you're able to tell. And Storyblocks helps me do that by, you know, giving me access to all of this aids and materials and resources that help me to tell a compelling, visually appealing story to my audiences. I've been taking around with Storyblocks for a little while now because I'm thinking about sort of expanding some of my content. And with Storyblocks, the options are really like endless. I'm think like really able to sort of step up the polish and quality of the things that we're putting together for getting grown, for team stopping fast and all, all kinds of stuff. So explore their library and subscribe today at storyblocks.com slash grown. That's storyblocks.com slash grown. Leaf Shave designs amazing razors for men and women and all humans who have problems shaving like ingrown hairs, irritation, and razor bumps. If you've ever thought about shaving with a safety razor, ditching plastic razors for metal ones, there's no better razor than the Leaf. The Leaf Razor is the world's first multi-blade pivoting head safety razor to make shaving plastic-free and actually easy. The Twig Razor is built for precision and tailor-made for tight places with a head 
half the size of a traditional safety razor. Leaf Shave is certified climate neutral, which means they offset their entire carbon footprint. And they have a blade recycling program to truly close the loop on a no-waste shave. Since the blades are 100% still, they can be recycled as scrap metal. And the best part? Safety razor blades cost pennies. So once you start shaving with the leaf, you'll spend a couple of dollars a year on blades for the rest of your shaving life. I told you all last week, and I'll tell you again, I love Leaf Shave, the entire system. First of all, they're super cute. They come in an array of colors. They're these chic and posh metal uh, razors. So you're able to recycle. You're able to keep the razor, which is cute, but you're able to recycle the razor blades. You get a really close shave. So if you have any issues with ingrown hairs, it's a smooth shave where you're not itching and bumps are forming. And... I'm real careful about what goes around my fanny pack. You know what I'm saying? And so the 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 twig is amazing. The twig razor is very narrow. It's very small. And it's really great for those hard to reach crevices and spaces. So I'm really happy with my leaf shave system. I'm all about, you know, sustainable items. I love the fact that I'm able to recycle. That's actually my favorite part about it. And I save money. Go to leafshave.com slash grown or use the code grown for 10% off your first order. That's leafshave.com slash grown or the code grown for 10% off your first order. Honestly? Truly. Okay, so I must say I saw the subject line for this honesty box and I said, we, well, this, we, we, this, it intrigued me. Um, okay. So sis, would you like to give our listener a pseudonym? She, her. Uh, Mary Jenkins, since we've heard from Sandra Clark today. <laughs> and she also wanted us to know that she gives us full creative freedom for her pseudonym. She's looking forward to it. So I Mary actually, Jenkins. Mary Jenkins. 227. <laughs> You're welcome, sis. Yeah. You're welcome. You got an amazing pseudonym. You got a good one. You got a good one. So I'm not going to read the first part of this because I don't want to put Mary Jenkins uh, business out there that might identify her. Um, yes, because again, I just want you all to know that the subject line of this email is I hate my stepson. I'm so sorry. I should not. I laugh at inappropriate things. I'm so sorry. Um, I have an issue. I hope you all can shed some light on very, very long story short. I hate to admit that I have strong feelings of dislike borderline hate for my stepson. Unfortunately, I never vibed with this kid, even at a young age. I didn't have to deal with him too often because my now husband's son did not want to live with him and would only visit on occasion. It was very weird because I love children, but on a deep soul level, I just did not connect with this child. I'm so sorry. He's not a bad kid at all. I've heard some crazy stepchild stories, but there was something that just didn't vibe with me. Fast forward three years later over the Christmas holiday, my stepson made a strong claim that his mother's boyfriend was physically abusing um, him, which, of course, prompted my husband to not bring him back. And before you know it, we had him living with us in our small one-bedroom apartment. Trying to have some empathy, I put my feelings aside and gave this child a space to feel safe and also serve as a support for my husband, who never really had to deal with this responsibility. Given the situation, this opened the door to a long journey of social workers in my house, stressful and long visits to family court, enrolling him into the school, buying him clothes, saying goodbye to the life that I had with my husband and pretty much becoming a mother overnight. 
At the time, my husband's job was very time-consuming with long hours, which left me with school pickup, dinner, homework, washing your dirty ass, and get your ass to bed duties. <laughs> to add to it all, his stepson is on <clears throat> is on the spectrum, which adds another layer. Oh. He was always high-functioning, but we struggled with everyday tasks, nonetheless. Um, this really put a number on our relationship. My husband is a foster kid, and in many ways, he took this opportunity to do everything he could to not only make up for the absence from his son's life, uh, but to be the dad he wished his dad could have been. This blinded him to many things, and as the primary person at home, there were things I noticed, things I brought to his attention that he would brush off or just say that I was looking for things to pick on because he knew deep down how I felt about his son. I consistently caught his son lying, and he just wasn't hearing it. He was very defensive. His son would never know how I felt. I never acted on my feelings, but swallowed them with every packed lunch and good night, which made my resentment grow by the day. This actually went on for almost three years. We moved to a bigger apartment and went on with life. This made me feel very alone for a long time, and then my husband proposed uh, he was his, her boyfriend at the time proposed, and I said yes with hopes that it would get better, but my insides were screaming. I loved him so very much, but this issue with his son was eating me up alive, especially because I felt so alone in my thoughts and feelings and he wouldn't hear me. One evening, we received a call from my stepson's therapist, and she called us to have a meeting. During this meeting, this is where everything crumbled and we found out that it was all a lie. My stepson had lied to our faces for three years. There was no abuse. He just didn't like his mom's boyfriend and thought that was a way to not only get out of the situation, but teach him a lesson and his mother a lesson. Remember, this is the mind of a um, 11-year-old boy. Our lives were rocked for three years for no reason at all. Our relationship ended for no reason at all. I stayed because I loved this man uh, and wanted to support my partner with every fiber of my being. But staying was making me physically sick. My body was literally rejecting it. I would cry silently in the shower and hide my anxiety attacks. On New Year's Eve, I ended our engagement and relationship. He was at work and I packed up my shit, left a note with the ring on the table and left. Fucked up, I know, but my soul ached and I could not uh, roll into the next year feeling the way that I was. She basically said that the son, the stepson broke up her world, her relationship and everything. And she cannot help but feel very deep resentment towards him. Um, this hurt me in a way that to this day has not left me. I go about my life, but it's always there. I can't put into words the power of the ripple effects what it was like to leave my then fiance, our life together in our apartment, everything, and for what? Because it wasn't my true anyway. All that bullshit was for nothing. After years of therapy, I've come to terms that this was a traumatic event for me and I'm still working through it. She moved in with her grandmother. It was really, really hard. Um, some time apart did some good. And after four months, she said they started slowly started reconnecting and the fire was absolutely still there. We still love each other enough to work through coming back and working on letting go and moving forward. I'm a Capricorn. I can hold a grudge till the day I die and be on the grave. So this was hard. Um, I know it's very hard for my husband, too. He understands what his son has cost. And there's so much guilt, which on many occasions puts him in the middle. But that is his son. And I could never and would never want to make him choose between me and his son. In the midst of me working on returning, my, my stepson was transitioning to high school and he went back to live with his mother across the country. I was ready to really do this, but it turned out to be a blessing. We rebuilt our relationship. He proposed again, and I said yes with my heart full. We eventually got married in 2018. We had four years, just us, and just recently my stepson has moved back in with us as his mom now moved to another country. I was not a happy camper. I kind of lost it, really. The anxiety of him coming back, it was almost like having to face the person who assaulted me. 
I've always kept my feelings under the surface, but recently lost a pregnancy. And without thinking about it, all those feelings came back up. I found myself so mad at him thinking that if he hadn't wasted our time for three years, we wouldn't have broken up. We would have been married earlier and I would have had more time to start everything earlier. Um, I'm now 40 getting pregnant. It's not been easy. And I could not even look at him for three weeks after my morning was too fresh and deep. I just feel like he stole so much from us. It comes and goes in waves, but at the end of the day, I chose to marry this man and I knew what he came with. So it's my bed to lie in my choice. And I'm very aware of that, but that doesn't mean I don't struggle. My mom, a devout Christian says to forgive and God knows when you have hate in your heart. But as much as I love my mom, she needs to take a seat. Being a stepmom is hard and no one really talks about it. Forgiveness is hard when someone is so close to you. Your husband's child um, hurts and rocks your world in such a profound way and so clueless to it. So where does that leave you? The hurt may not even register because of his lack of understanding social cues. So what do you, what the fuck do you do with that? Do I pray? Do I meditate? I've even gone to spiritual cleansing because I want these feelings to be out of my body so badly because that shit didn't work. What do you do when your kids step or natural cause you trauma, hurt, or pain? I understand he was a kid. He was just a kid. We all do stupid shit, even as young adults without any developmental issues. But damn, I really try to have empathy, but the damage is so great to me. I'm not an evil, heartless person. I'm just trying to deal with the guilt for feeling the way that I feel. I don't think I'm asking for advice, but I would just love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for offering a space where we can laugh, not think about bullshit around me, and join my girls at the kitchen table. Woo! Mary Jenkins. <laughs> she says she don't want advice. She just wants to hear thoughts. So I'm actually, uh, go ahead. I don't um, know. I don't like, I don't have, I don't know if I have any thoughts. I feel like I'm relieved that she doesn't want any advice because I don't have, <laughs> I'm just like, well, what, what am I going to say about any of this? Um, well, uh, yeah, man, I, um, and in all honesty, I definitely laughed at the subject line ahead of time. As I read it, it that's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. Um, I mean, you're a human being. Let's, you know, there's a lot of people who could probably jump up and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You, you know, you don't have no empathy, no da 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 But, you know, you're, you're a human being. And sometimes, you know, we just don't vibe with them kids. Sometimes some kids got bad, bad vibes, you know. And um, I think because they're children, a lot of times we feel guilty when we don't like like one of them. As far as your stepson, that's a whole nother like layer. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you, you, he's your stepson. Yeah, you and can't escape. Him. There's no way like around this. Um, so I understand that your feelings are your feelings, but I guess, I guess for me, it comes down to like, I, I think I would, I would just be really working through processing uh, why it's been so hard for you to let go. Um, accept this and and sort of move forward in your life with a different perspective, right? Because the circumstances haven't changed. They're not going to. Like, this is your husband's child. And, you know, there's no changing that. Um, and, I mean, he was a child. He's, I mean, you know, he's 
he was a he was a child, and a so child. not excusing what happened, but you know, children do ch- childish things, mm-hmm. selfish, self centered things, and so. Um, I don't know. I guess the question that I raise is like, does your, does your, are you still being, are you still, um, communicating with your husband how this is making you feel? Because if I, if I were in this situation and my partner loathed and despised my child, I would want to know about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is this is a lot to I'm I'm trying to look through. Did you go to therapy for this because I would be very interested um not interested. I I just think it it would be a really good thing, right? Because you you're you're like you're you're being honest about the situation. You're like I understand that he's a child. You know, I also understand these are my feelings. I understand that I'm having a hard time getting over this. Um, you know, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think praying, meditating, all of that, but I think a therapist might really help you. I mean, cause I think that that resentment therapy, also grief counseling. Cause I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, I still hear a Mm -hmm. lot of active grief around what happened. Um, as it relates to your your pregnancy and mm-hmm. sort of like the end of that phase, like when you when you ended your engagement before, like all of these things require um, processing and grief to really sort of accept and go through the phases of really processing these major life events. And so I heard in your story, you sort of transitioned within a few months from you know leaving your husband to coming back to your husband and the child was there and then the child left. And so all of these things are sort of happening. I'm just wondering if you ever really slow down to really deal with um, these things alone and within your relationship. Um, Because to me, it just seems like there's a lot of unfinished, unfinished business, unresolved issues, un unspoken truths and realities I feel like um so yeah I don't know uh Mary Jenkins I think that this is very much an open wound that needs yeah um some real attention uh because the infection is setting in so it's, it's really not and and you know an infection eats away at otherwise healthy tissue and if you don't address this and I know you ain't asked for no advice but I just feel like if you don't address this other aspects aspects of yourself and your relationship will continue to deteriorate yeah i definitely agree i think that grief counseling was a was a beautiful sentiment actually because i think I actually didn't even think about it in that way where when you're when you lose a baby a lot of that is a that is a form of loss um so that's actually a really good note but I really hope some therapy can help you because Kia's right it will turn to 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 infection especially with the time that you said was you know this is all taking place this has been over the course of almost 10 years and you know it's time to get some healing for yourself like for for you to feel better so that you don't walk around with this um 
So we pray your peace and we hope that, uh, you know, things work out. Please keep us updated. You know, if you take some, some measures and some steps towards that. Um, but we do, we send, we send love to you and love to your family. I hope that you can find a place where you have some resolve and you have some, some peace and some ease. Um, continue sure. to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to close this thing out with some petty peeves. Yep. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. All right, then. I'm going to be quick about this petty peeve. Um, so, you know, the gym is open again. Like, fully open. Mm-hmm. Masks are optional. Oof. And... Uh, Class size is no longer really reduced, so we're back to working out around other people. Um, sharing uh, uh, equipment and things, and so naturally, I'm walking around the Orange Theory with a with a, a Ziploc bag full of my own wipes. <laughs> spraying down things, yeah. you know. And masks are optional. I think for folks who present proof of vaccination, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, But my petty peeve is not even about those things. I took a class on Saturday. It was great. Why? Because the playlist was like no limit. It was like New Orleans. It was like New Orleans... uh, it was given, and I mean, they was in there playing mystical. Been so long. So I, naturally, naturally, yeah. I'm running on the treadmill like it's 2004. Yeah. Just pew. Just That's like, this is my song. And Nivea's, oh, look, and Nivea, look at that. Look at the, look at the timing. <laughs> I was like, okay, so we had a good time. Uh, but, you know, and I mean, I'm just grateful that it did happen to me. It was a young lady on the treadmill next to me. Um, the girl on the other side of her had no mask on and was just a chatty Kathy. I'm telling you, we are running intervals. We are breathing heavily. We are sprinting and, and, you know, then walking and then sprinting again. It's a 2G class. So we are literally on this treadmill for like 20 some minutes. So we are getting it in. Everybody's working hard. Sis is over there trying to hold conversation <laughs> during the class. I mean, just Go talking. Friend. God. And I'm looking at her because, I mean, of course, it's me and maybe about four or five other people in the class who are still wearing masks, right? Because I'm just not ready. But I'm looking at her through my mask like, girl, if you don't shut what what on earth could you be saying? Because I'm winded, girl. I'm trying to catch my breaths. And you over here asking me, woo, woo, we're almost there. Oh, my God, we're almost. And I'm just like, sis, sis. First of all, go be a trainer. Like, nobody needs what? your encouragement. We, I don't need, I don't know. She wasn't even, like, encouraging. She was just sort of, like, reacting out loud. Oh, she's like. And just asking a bunch of questions. What's your push pace? Oh, my God. How long before we have our next recovery? Oh. And I'm just like, why are you speaking? Like, the music <laughs> is playing. We are enjoying this class. 
I I am getting my cardiovascular life. I mean, literally this trying to catch your stats and levels and shit. I'm trying to catch my breath and remain upright on this treadmill after running these 60 second sprints. And you over here asking me questions. And I could tell the young lady that was next to me, another black girl. I feel like this year she was she was white. I think she was like a white Hispanic or something. But I feel like the black girl that was next to me was trying to be pleasant and just like, you know, she was like giving her the mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking over at her like, girl, shut up. We don't want to hear your mouth. <laughs> Why do we hear your mouth? We don't want to hear your mouth. <laughs> and I just was trying to empower my sister to my immediate right. Like, it's okay for you to tell her to shut up, girl. Tell her to shut up. <laughs> I don't want to hear your mouth. Why do I hear your mouth? I want to hear mystical. I want to hear juvenile because that's you what the teacher is playing. You should have singing the song. Sing it! <laughs> you should have just started I was literally screaming. just looking at her like, girl. Okay? And sometimes people think that you... It's not, it's not a group sport. Sometimes I do speak in class, but it's totally me encouraging myself, right? So, like... So, like, especially toward the end of the treadmill block when the coach is like, all right, we got a walk and recovery, then we got a, a 60 second push and a 30 minute all out to end your workout. So during that walk and recovery, Takia is on her treadmill like, all right, sis, let's That's get different. it. I'm on That's telling different. myself, all right, sis, let's get it. We about to just close this out. We about to close this out. And I'm like, ankles don't fail me now. We just almost at the end. Okay, I gotta and turn people this think, yeah, people think that when you be over there trying to psych yourself up that you talking to them. No, no. this is a solo. Ma'am, this is a solo. <laughs> I'm not... This is not an... Hello, I'm talking to myself. You don't see me talking unto myself? Why are you speaking to me? I told... When people start talking to me and I don't want them to talk to me and I really want to drown them out and this is how you hardcore get them to stop talking to you. You start singing Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. <laughs> if you're lost and you're oh not there, you will find... It. And then they just, they think you're nuts. I'm just looking at this lady like, sing it louder. I do not want to hear your mouth in this moment. Yet I can hear your mouth in this moment. And you've got to shut up. Oh my God, what's your current heart? I will be waiting. She was like, oh my God, I've been in the orange zone the whole treadmill block. Oh my God, I'm in the red zone. I can't get my heart rate down. Well, if you would shut your mouth, maybe you would get to to the green, girl. Perhaps you would let yourself catch your breath. But you out here giving your breath away by talking nonstop. (laughs) It just irritates me. So that is my petty oh peeve, okay? God. Don't talk to me in the gym. If I no. you see me talking, please know that I'm trying to keep myself encouraged. I'm not talking to you. No, I hate the gym, so really don't talk to me. In it. Don't talk to me, because I ain't going to be there anyway. Um, My petty peeve this week, <clears throat> I went to the nail shop to go get, not the not where I, that meant, well, not the nails I told you all about. I went to another shop to get my toes done, me, Tristan, and Noah. And so at the end, you know, they dry in their toes, <laughs> but mom has gel. So, I, you know, I'm ready to go. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm paying and, and, and dividing the tip out and stuff like that. I was like, I'll handle it since I'm already done. And this lady walks in and she immediately 
comes up to where I'm paying. She ain't got no mask on either. She comes up while I'm paying and divvying out the tips and shit. And she's like, I want a pedicure. Who are you talking to? Me? She wasn't talking to me. So oh. I said, so, but I still was like, I'm in the middle of trying to pay and shit. But I was like, nope, no Jade. Nope. Outside's open. People are stupid. No. So I go back to the, I said, so anyway, uh, this is for da da da. This is for you. This is for blah, 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 blah. She starts talking again. So I was like, yo, I don't know what you were raised by, but I was taught not even just to say excuse me, but to like just wait my turn. So you need to fucking wait. So she looks off in the distance like she don't hear what I'm saying. So I turned to Tristan and I was like, she heard she heard me. Right. And he was like, "Nah, she heard you. So, so I was like, oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure because I know I'm not talking to thin air. So that's when she turns to me and and is a little hostile, but she's like, I apologize for I just was trying you was just I said, well, no, you was just trying to shut the fuck up and you're gonna listen. Thank you for your apology. Go sit over there and have your pedicure. But the next time you walk up in somewhere, you need to wait your turn. It's not even just saying, excuse me. I was like, because I'm really, I'm not your mother. I'm not here to give you a, a lesson on how you need to behave. I was like, but I will tell you the next time you do need to wait. You need to just wait. I'm not going to give you an etiquette lesson. It's not an excuse me, a please, a thank you, and none of them play. Wait your fucking turn. I was like, I'm about sick of y'all walking up into every spot that you go in thinking that whatever you need to do is the most important thing in the world and that everybody else got to come to a stop. Well, I said I was sorry. Your privilege is no good here, ma'am. It's not. We don't work for you anymore. So she hits me with the okie doke. She's like, I said I was sorry, but I have many friends of diverse backgrounds and I don't think you should have to bring. I was like, what you can do now is shut the fuck up. Don't nobody care. You sound crazy. You sound dumb. I was like, A, number one, you're lying. You don't have friends of diverse backgrounds. Number two, I was like, if you do, it has nothing to do with the fact that you were raised by possums and you have no fucking manners and you have all the privilege in the world I and think that it's okay for you to walk your ass up in here with no mask mind you and interrupt what I got going on because what you got going on is way more important than what I got going on your privilege is no good here ma'am so literally I don't give a shit about your circle of fucking friends bitch who asked and she was like about- I said I was sorry so you get to about- say what you need to say and I, I said no you don't I said because I wouldn't have had to say nothing to you if you didn't walk your pasty ass up in here and say shit I wouldn't have I wouldn't even be talking to you right now so no you don't get to say nothing you get to go over there and get your pedicure and have a nice fucking day oh and that Everybody. was it so that was my petty oh, peeve man. Man, I don't know who raised y'all or what raised y'all, but if you like, if you wasn't raised, figure it out. Cause I don't have no time to be dealing with no pasty ass where the wild things are, where you all don't know okay. how to. You you don't have no manners. I'm tired of it, and I'm tired of your privilege. It's not even that you don't have manners. Your privilege is what overshadows everything, and you think that whatever you need to say, do whatever in that moment, it takes precedent over anybody else who is breathing and existing there. And I don't have time for it. <clears throat> well, that concludes this week's episode. Of and it was Getting a white woman in a wig. But anyway, I'm sorry. Um, well, that's neither my business <laughs> nor my concern. Uh, and uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for 
sticking it out with us and making it to the end of this Black People Self-Care Palooza. We have had a wang dang doodle of a time here with you around the kitchen table. We can't wait to do it again this same time next week. So in the meantime, in between time, sis, go ahead and instruct the people on what they need to be doing. Drink your water. Mind your business and lotion your rusty ankles. Um, and don't talk to people in the gym blowing your hot breath around while they are Please trying God. to get their workouts in. I'm trying to just it make falls it right through. under the mind your business umbrella. Nobody oh, wants you Lord. running and flapping your jibs all over the place while they're trying are to run on the treadmill. To me, Jesus. now's not the time. Why, sis? Why they got to do all of that? Yeah, because your black will crack if it's dry and talking to me on the treadmill. That's it. Or taking your crochets out on the plane or, oh or interrupting people while they're doing stuff. Bye. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Take care of yourselves and listen. Wear your mask. Bye. <laughs>